Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to the 10th episode, double digits, baby, oh. of How to Be a Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangihuya. And I'm Jodie Clark. On this week's ep, we discuss vaginal flatulence. Yes, honey. The unsung, unscented hero of the bedroom, also known as queefing. Mm-hmm. We get into shooting your shots and share our best tips for landing the person of your dreams. But... Before we get down and dirty, we wanted to give you listeners a heads up. Coronavirus will only be discussed very briefly in the next five or so minutes, and then that is it. Yeah. Jodes and I feel so strongly about keeping this part of your week as an escapism from all that's going on in the world. And much like my personality, if we don't have humour, we have nothing. So, Jodes, let's start with you because I'm dying to know what happened with your Melbourne trip. I saw mm-hmm. on the news that it was cancelled, not cancelled, etc. Yes. So, unfortunately, the Formula One was cancelled due to corona. Mm. Um, Old mate Ricardo was not replying to my DMs. The audacity. Honestly. Um, He's only got a couple million followers. I don't don't see what the... He was probably just taking a long shower, babe. But, you know, (laughs) I did not have time to waste. So I flew in either way and we decided we were going to make a go of it. Um, Ended up being such a fun weekend. And I feel like we just got in before the whole Mm. situation blew up and Mm -hmm. kind of travels halted. So we were lucky. We got upgraded with our accommodation. Our apartment was sick. Oh, my gosh. I know. As in you just got to the front desk and they were like, by the way, this has happened? Yeah, we... We, we, like, we didn't even realise and then we rocked up and they'd given us this, like, way sicker, like, two-bedroom, two, like, two en-suites. Mm-hmm. We, had, we both had our own double bedrooms, like, mm-hmm. separate apart with, like, a main living room area and each person had their own en-suite. It was sick. We were like, Amazing. this is definitely way better than what we thought we were going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, the people in Melbourne are just so... Dope. I just love the vibe there. I can I understand now why so many Kiwis yes. have migrated. Like just the energy is so different. It even smells and, and physically feels yes, like New Zealand. It's got yeah. a similar just vibe and mm-hmm. energy to it. Um and the air the air just felt very like fresh mm. and the people were so more like so much more down to earth and friendly and, and everywhere we went you know as soon as we said oh we're from Sydney we're really excited to be here they were just so like warm so good I just I just I just fuck with Melbourne so hard now um we went out on the Saturday night yeah I saw we, I saw the snaps yes we had a big one yes we did have a big one so many Melbourne zaddies like, what the fuck is in the water over there? Because the men are crazy hot. <laughs> I know there's and a the, strong... And do they travel in groups or is it a one-off? No, baby. They are out They out here like sheep in the bloody wilderness. Wow. Like, and I know there's a strong Italian community um, and that definitely comes through. There's a lot of like... You, you, you go through, you see a lot of olive yeah. skin, a lot yeah, of tan yeah. men. There's definitely... Oh, fuck. Now tell me the bad part, honestly. <laughs> I mean, what's stopping us from living there? The rent's cheaper? We will now be recording the <laughs> podcast from Melbourne. <laughs> exactly. The rent's cheaper. Property's more affordable over there. Like, yeah, I, everywhere I went, there were just so many men. Um, it was Did insane. we have any, any uh, Italian kisses? Look, not me personally. Mm-hmm. I ran some really good chat. Um, I didn't have that kind of connect with any zaddies down there, but it was it was. And to be honest, you know when like you're in a certain vibe, mm. and I was genuinely having such fun with my friend. Mm. It's like my radar wasn't really on. Yeah, yeah. Like you my, were there to have fun, not yeah, to, yeah, yeah. I wasn't really trying to get it in, but my girlfriend that I was with, um, <laughs> she was there to get it in. <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't get it in. She's she's a classy lady. Um, she's a classy lady. Um, 
she did get the pash though. She did get her pash on. It mm-hmm. was a bit of a cheeky fun, bit of a laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a, had a few kisses on the D floor, mm-hmm. and then we called it a night. We went home together. So to we covered kept... all bases. You Mate. know, you've had the friendship fun. Now you've had. The zaddy fun. I Absolutely. Love it. We went we also did a winery visit. Shout out to Stone of the Yarra Valley. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. God, it sounds like you went to a complete different country. Mate. <laughs> You're like the men were tanned and olive. We went to a winery. I'm like, fuck. It was amazing. So shout out to our Melbourne listeners. You are my people. I just want to honor you for accommodating me in your fine, fine city. All right. Well, next our next business trip Absolutely. is definitely our, our and first Jody. live live audience will be in Melbourne. Yeah. Um. I had a very different week to your week. Mm. Uh, I think this COVID COVID, uh, the virus has definitely given me. I think the kick up the ass I needed. Mm. Um. I've actually become weirdly way more. Um. I would say, oh, if I say generous, it's going to make me sound like a saint, but I can't stop thinking about all the people who are perhaps less fortunate at this time. So I, I just find myself, I really wanted to give back more yes. than ever now. So I donated blood. I saw that. That is bougie. I thought I'd be sitting on some plastic ratchet chair with just some drip on my arm and like, you know, very barley scenes, but no, it's so lovely. I would highly recommend anyone, if you physically can, to donate now that actually need it. The, they need it more now than mm. ever and, you know, with the government saying what, what they're saying, not mm. to go leave the house, they're running out of stocks Absolutely. really fast. So, um, yeah, it's definitely made me, I think as well, less gluttonous. Like I can't believe the shit I used to, you know, spend on, uh, the 110 lunches, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and now with the economy going the way it is, I'm kind of like to my housemates, I'm just going to um, snowball an idea. How much do we need electricity and yeah. internet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, we're, you know, where do are we, we going need with this? to eat this week? I know. But anyway, still positive vibes. Positive um, vibes. You know, and just to get the spirits up, we did post a meme on our IG, at mm-hmm. Goodby Podcast, mm-hmm. um, and it was about, you know, this girl had a guy going down on her and she got she didn't know what to do so she started waving at him and then it sparked <laughs> the conversation of, you know, what happens uh, in the bedroom that we're kind of not proud of and I think queefing is just not spoken about enough, no. Jodes. It's always, you know, I know with me and my girlfriends at, at brunch, it's always, okay, what positions did he make you calm? But what about the unsung hero of the bedroom, the queef? queef. Or the fanny fart. Or the fanny fart, sorry. I really enjoy calling it the fanny fart. Yeah. So. Oh, I, I keep getting queef confused with what you do in your hair. The, what's the. Oh, yeah, the queef. The queef, sorry. And the I, hairstyle. I, I keep saying it out loud no. and getting that terribly wrong. We are talking about your vaginal flatulence, to be very clear. So I, it got, definitely piqued my, in, piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to know exactly what a queef was. So, yeah, what does it mean? Can you read that out? I will, I will. So according to Women's Health magazine, queefing is the result of a trapped pocket of air getting pushed out of your vagina. So for your information, the vagina isn't just a straight tube. Mm. So it has wrinkle-like folds called r- rugae. Oh, my gosh. Someone, rugae? Whoever nurses that listen to us must be smashing their head against the wall. I should have asked my bloody r- gyno r- flatmate. R- rugae. Anyway, so air could easily get trapped in there. Uh, so you're more likely to queef in positions where your pelvis is tilted upwards. So think oh, doggy like and missionary and when you have when you're doing missionary with a pillow under the base of your spine. Yes. So that's when it's definitely most likely to escape. But Jodes, have you queefed before? In Ab- sex. Absolutely. Give it to me. <laughs> 
Okay, so definitely my most famous notable queef <laughs> um, was when I was still living in Auckland, New Zealand. Yo, yo. Hey. And um, I was in a relationship at the time and I remember I was staying over and we were obviously having sex and I did the most massive queef. Like I'm going to try and recreate it now for you. <laughs> I just, knowing you, I don't believe that that was a queef. No, I'm I'm not even shitting you, Jules. It was a stomper. Like it Did was, his fringe blow up? Like did his no, hair blow away? I'm telling you, this was so funny. We had to stop sex and we were pissing ourselves for literally an hour. We could not get over it. It was so funny because it was just, it was genuinely so loud. loud. It was so loud and powerful, Jules. I could not believe that my vagina even produced that. Amazing. It was amazing. But that was, that was, was that for me, because I know a lot of women find it embarrassing, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. That for me, I think it was different because I was in a relationship and, you know, obviously there's a trust there yep. and I felt comfortable. We thought it was like the funniest shit ever. We yeah. couldn't get over it for like an hour. Yeah. But if, if that had have happened with maybe just a hookup yeah. or a guy I wasn't so familiar with, maybe I would have been mortified. Well, I can speak on that because yeah. actually with get my into that. ex, I never queefed with... Um, my main ex, but it definitely always happens to me if I'm having vigorous sex. So okay. think doggy and then if, the, if we do, if we're going hard at doggy and then they mm. flip me straight onto my back, I'm a, I'm a queefing machine. Wow. And can I just say that my pussy ain't talking on no small dick. Oh, hello. So if, I'm queefing, if I'm queefing, that is a great <laughs> sign. And I remember like what you're saying, I used to be so embarrassed about it because it was guys that I didn't really know, you know. Yes. So I'd be so embarrassed about it. And for some reason, which explains me in a nutshell, every time that happened, it'd be like, and then I'd be like, ah! I'd like, or I'd start talking over it. I'd be like, anyway, what are we doing tomorrow? And they'd be like, what the fuck is going on? So much chaos. So now that I realise that my pussy only talks, normally if there's like very uh, minimal distance, how do I say this, very like... If his dick takes up all of my vagina, I'm queefing like away. Like if he's packing. For sure. Yeah. So now I celebrate it. So I just can't believe the double standard, Jodes. I know. I, I think, I mean, I think anything that the vagina can do needs to be celebrated. It's odorless. First of all, it's odorless. We can literally, we provide a safe space for an entire fucking human to gain entry into the world, mm. second of all. Um, so, yeah, exactly. Why are we vilifying the magical, beautiful queef and celebrating the fart? Every time a guy farts, it's the funniest shit in the world and it's literal particles of shit floating through the air, yet when we queef, it's like a, oh, oh, my God. And I'm, Yeah, I'm smelling your asshole. Literally. And yuck. it's fucking hilarious to you. It's like the it's like been comedy for how many decades mm, now? It's mm-hmm. like fart jokes. Pull my finger. Classic, mm-hmm. pull my finger, dad joke. Classic of all time. We celebrate that. But the queef, no, that's, no, there's shame around that. What? I we're, know. we're not having it. We want to shut that down right now, don't we, Jules? 100%. Actually, just thinking about it, my ex-housemate could mm. actually queef the alphabet. And wow. that was a great party trick. That was an, So I think I'm going to ask her to bring that back. I might do a uh, pull my finger and I'll queef little trick. I'd love to see that. Amazing. Do we love to see comedy. it. <laughs> uh, but let's go to break. Amazing. So, guys, before we go to break, please make sure you subscribe to us wherever you listen. Shout out to Apple. Shout out to Spotify. Search How To Be A Good Bitch. Um, give us a rate and review. And also make sure you follow us on Instagram at Good Be Podcast. We'll be right back. 
All right, guys. Now, we wanted to discuss today as our main topic of shooting your shot. Yeah. Because, Jody, something happened to me that I cannot stop thinking about every day this yes. week. And I have not heard this story. No, not at all. Not at all. So, it must have been Monday during the day. Um, I was at work and I was just walking from um, head office to catch the train. And there was this guy, and he was kind of, you know, when someone's. They want to ask for directions. You yes. know, when they're kind of looking down at their phone, they're looking up at the street signs, they're kind of looking around them. So I went up to him and I said, are you okay? And he's kind of probably might like mid, mid-20s. mid um, I said, are you okay? And he had a bit of an accent, nothing strong, but maybe slightly German. And he said, yeah, I'm just looking for this gym. And I said, I know exactly where that is. It's just a couple of streets away. I'll walk you there. So I, we're walking there and we're walking and talking. And as I'm looking at him, I'm thinking, I think you're a babe. Like you know when you don't, Ooh. you know when you don't see it at first. Yes, and then when you're talking to it my dawns mom, it's on like, you. Yeah, because you were just being like just a just, good bitch. Yeah, I was just being a good bitch. You're being a good bitch. Um, <laughs> so, and we're walking, talking. I'm looking at him, and then you know I'm kind of like smiling when I don't have to smile, and you know <laughs> doing the most. And we're talking, and um, you know he said he's on exchange and blah blah blah, and we're just joking um, about how he's going to have to be here forever. Anyway, we had good chat, and yeah, as as. The gym comes closer. I'm like, fuck, like, oh, my gosh, like, I think he's actually hot, dare Mm. I say. Mm. So, anyway, when it's time to say goodbye, we're both standing there and he's like, so – so I guess I guess this is it. You know, like literally like a movie. Oh, my gosh. And I'm looking up at him in his beautiful blue eyes and I said, yeah, well, you know, the gym's, the gym's here and, you know, my, my cheeks are rosy and I'm batting the eyelashes. And then he goes to kind of shake my hand because we don't know how to end this thing. And me being me trying to just always be funny to cover any other feeling I have, I said, you want me to die? And just walked off. <laughs> I literally just missed – I missed this whole oh, opportunity. No. He was such a babe and now I can't stop thinking of that shot I've missed and I literally think about him every day. So, Jodes, please make me feel better. When uh, shooting a shot, how have you gone? Well, first of all, what gym is this? <laughs> if you want him, I'll get him. On the corner of Bondi Junction. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm serious. If you want him, we'll get him. Oh, gosh. I can remember one story when I totally put it all on the line and this is when I was freeing it up in between relationships Mm -hmm. and I was basically like, yo, I'm trying to fuck. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I really put it out there and he totally took advantage as a result because because I didn't position myself as the prize Mm. and then I ended up catching feels Mm -hmm. and it was not a fun time in the end. So Mm -hmm. that for me, I'm like, I, I was shooting my shot too hard. Yeah. So I think there is a balance. I think you need to show that interest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have it be known, but then I am also a big advocate for letting the man lead, Mm -hmm. you know, but I think we do underestimate how clueless they are. Right, 100%. we read into everything. We overthink everything. Men are more insecure than we realize. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he might not know that you feel the way that you do. That's mm. why I'm such an advocate for shooting your shot. Same. I that actually what you're saying actually might be my problem because I am so forward to the point where they're like, "Hi, I'm like, so be at my house at 7 p.m." <laughs> I am so forward. So shooting your shot to me means sliding in the DMs and just like making it happen. So it's the same. We're saying the same thing. Um, But I guess it's because my mind frame when it comes to dating, it's just like, 
fuck it, what do I have to lose honestly? But me being so forward so fast, I do think I fuck it up a bit mm. because I, I just don't know about you, Jess, but I'm like I hate wasting time and I hate small talk more than anything. So yeah. are we going to see each other IRL? If not, like let me shoot my shot. And yeah. I don't see a problem with it at all. Um, I think the one thing that does annoy me is when a guy leads you on for weeks, for yeah. weeks. Mm-hmm. So you're like, you know what? I'm just going to take the GB's advice. I'm going to shoot my shot. Yes. And then they hit you with the, I've got a girlfriend. I'm not in that place right now. I'm like, well, I'm not your fucking therapist. Like I, I was just reading what you were putting down by shooting my shot. You know, That is some clown shit. Men, if you're listening, stop doing that fuck shit. But when has it worked for you, Jodes? Shooting my shot? Yeah. Like, do you make the first move? I'm trying to think of examples of when it's absolutely worked. I mean, it worked with old mate. I got what I wanted, but I just feel like I played myself because he knew how keen I was. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. I mean, current guy I'm kind of talking to now, you could say. I definitely – I mean, that was 50-50, but I definitely slid in the DMs. Yeah, yeah. So – I just think with the way the world's effective and the way the world's going, you know, with us being feminist and like we were saying on our last episode, always taking charge. For me, it's just second nature. Yeah. Like we we clearly hold up every conversation. So I actually can't wait, like I can't wait time wait for a guy to shoot their shot because they will never shoot it, ever. But I mean, maybe that's where I'm going wrong. It's boring as fuck. And I think if you because we are, you know, strong, confident women, my thought process is well if me shooting my shot and being confident enough to say hey I'm kind of feeling you I think you're cute like what's your situation or whatever Mm. um if that's a turn off well then it's never going to work because I want a guy that appreciates a woman that speaks her mind appreciates a woman who's confident enough to put herself out there and not be afraid of rejection because her self-worth is high enough where, you know, my self-worth is not dependent on your acceptance. Mm-hmm. If if you're going to reject me or if you think I'm ugly or whatever, well, that's on you, bro. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't affect the way I feel about myself. Mm-hmm. So it does take a lot of courage and confidence to shoot your shot, yeah. right? Because the reason why people don't why – pe- why don't people do it, Jules? Why don't you oh, think people do it enough? Fear of rejection. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's insecurity, fear of rejection. So if you get to a place within yourself where you don't care about the outcome and mm-hmm. you're not outcome focused, mm-hmm. you're just trying to see what it is, explore that, put yourself out there and not be attached to the outcome, mm-hmm. you will always be the winner. 100%. I think, and I shoot my shot. I, I got rejected just on the train just then. <laughs> I shoot my shot all the fucking time. I love it. And hey, it, it, if it doesn't make for a great story, which it always does, by the way, yeah. it makes me a funnier human. Absolutely. It, like it, it all, it makes you way more resilient, way more of, like I said, a funnier person. Yeah. You will be so appreciative once someone, God forbid, uses initiative. Um, but what about, Joe's? Mm. I'm going to bring back my favourite new segment. Okay. When good bitches go bad. Yes. So I know that we've thrown ourselves under the bus a little bit now saying, you know, when we throw and clearly miss. Yeah. Have you ever had a guy shoot their shot and you're just like, no, not right now, Brad? Oh, so many. I feel like with women, I feel like our listeners were like, it's like when you, it's just not the right fucking time. <laughs> yep. Like I'm out at the chemist, fucking knee deep in thrush, trying, <laughs> trying, 
trying to get that canister going. You got your kebab in the left hand. Oh, mate. Got the kebab in the left hand, fucking rescue remedy in my right. I'm just trying to get my life together. I look ugly as shit. I've, I'm in, it's, I've got a bun. I mm-hmm. haven't tanned in weeks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he's and then he's giving me the side eye. I'm like, nope. Yeah, yeah. No, David. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I gosh. hate that. I'm like, can you just come at me when I'm looking fucking spicy? But it's funny because it never happens to you when you're looking spicy. Never. It's always when you're caught off guard. And same when you run into the ex-boyfriend. Oh, never. Can I not just be fucking hot yeah. as shit? Hundred percent. When I run into that guy I used to fuck with that. That let me down. Yeah, can yeah, I yeah, yeah. can I not just be looking like a supermodel? So he's like, damn, oh my I God. fucked that up. <laughs> no, I have to be That's fucking. That's like everyone's dream scenario. Yeah, hey, it's so shit. But yeah, it's always when we're looking ugly. Yeah. Um. What do you reckon, Jules? Oh well, I have probably the best, the best worst, you know, shooting your shot story. Uh, let's say recently. Mm. Um, I had a run in with. The police, nothing hectic. I still have no criminal record. Let it be known. I had a run in <laughs> with the police, and basically, as I'm being escorted out of a venue for reasons we won't discuss, <laughs> basically, as I'm being handcuffed, this guy is like, "What's your ID? What's your ID?" <laughs> and I'm like, handcuffed. I'm like, "Wait for me on the outside." <laughs> but no, it just wasn't the time, Darren. <laughs> I love um, that. But, hey, we, we still talk. So. Yo, Darren was a ride or die, <laughs> Oh, gosh. Okay, tip of the week. What yes. can we say about shooting your shot? Fucking do it. Do it. Do that shit. Honestly. You will not regret it. Uh, Men fucking love it. Men find it sexy. Confidence is sexy. Okay, mm-hmm. I will say with the men that have rejected me upon shooting my shot, 90% of the time it's because of their own personal situation. Yeah, yeah. And not one of them – and in my opinion, has actually been turned off by it. They were always flattered. Mm -hmm. They always appreciated it. Mm -hmm. They always came back to me. Mm -hmm. They may have had a girlfriend. They may have thought I was ugly, but fuck – they, they got an ego boost. 100%. People love an ego boost. And I think, GBs, please learn off my mistakes. Mm. I now, once I said in our last episode, you can listen back, what ifs are so much harder to swallow than regret and I cannot stop thinking about the potential children me and this guy would have had. I know. The uh, wedding in Bali we were obviously clearly going to have. I can't stop thinking about him and I can't stop thinking about what if. So fucking GBs, just shoot your shot. Absolutely. All right, my darlings. Well, look, we're going to go to break again. So make sure you've rated us five stars in the last 20 seconds or I've heard you'll have shit sex for the next five years. Mm -hmm. Um, So make sure you search How To Be A Good Bitch. Follow us on our Instagram because we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to see it. All right, good bitches. We are back with our regular spicy segment, listener question. Keep these coming, guys. We really appreciate the love and we love hearing your stories. So one of our international listeners. I love them. We love you guys. Mm. Has come through with a little bit of a, you know, quite personal listener question. Okay, so we need to help her out, Jules. Mm -hmm. So are you listening? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. My sex life with my boyfriend of three years is becoming stagnant. I really love him and want to put in the effort to save our relationship. We had a chat about it and he's down to try new things. Can you good bitches give me some tips? Wow, I feel this in my soul. Mm. I feel this. I, with my ex 
who I was with for three years, I could count you the seconds of foreplay, 15 seconds, missionary, 25, you know, it becomes so routine. I mean, for me as a saving grace and I know that for um, one of my besties, um, it actually, for us it took distance. It took us to be apart, not, I mean, not like physically, but Mm. to hold off on that routine sex. So when we were having it, we were like, oh, ripping the clothes off Looking forward to it. But Jodes, you might have had a bit more experience than me in this. What's your uh, tip? I definitely agree with your, what you've said there um, about, I think, why that works, creating that space, creating that distance from what I understand is that it creates that sense of desire. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And then I've also heard of, you know, couples having date nights where they actually go out and put themselves in, you know, party situations or social situations Mm. where they can see their partner being hit on or (gasps) flirting with other people because that creates that desire. I love that. That's one of my most searched for porn hubs. I love that shit. Because it's just a game, right? Mm. It's just a mental, Mm -hmm. like, as soon as you see your person being cracked onto Mm -hmm. by someone else, it kind of like, you know, it kind of makes you think, oh, hang on. They're still wanted. Like wow, it's just that's a cre- so true. Because yeah. I love seeing that. It changes. That and I never perception. got that with my um. My ex was never hit on. So you probably, fly dick. But I. F- <laughs> but I feel like if you had have seen it with your own eyes, right? Oh yeah. Some, it might have triggered you. I would have been getting him in the Uber immediately. Like we need to go home. That's and do what the bad I'm saying. Thing. Um. Um. I'm also very pro trying new things in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. I think bringing in something as simple as masturbating in front of him love is really it's fucking, a fan favorite. Yep, it's a fan favorite. It's fucking easy to do. Men fucking love it. Super confident. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking about um, just on the couch together. We were yes. talking about. I was talking about um, with this whole virus thing. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, how we can still get off if we were in a couple and we had that um, the app. Like there's an app that connects to your vibrator. Yes. So she can be you know, they, sorry, they can be in a complete other suburb and you can be working that thing, you know, you yeah. can be fingering her three suburbs You can away. get that shit right on, you know, Channel 5 uh-huh. if you really want to <laughs> rev up the night. So maybe she could incorporate that. Love, love. Um, there's, I mean, there's lots of spicy things you can do. I also like a fun game in the bedroom. It's called You Don't Touch Me Until I Say You Can. Mm-hmm. Things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. And just creating a bit of desire. Like you don't have to do anything crazy. Just something different. You don't yeah. have to whipping out the bloody, you know, 10-inch bloody dildo. You Ooh. don't have to get crazy with it. Just it's about desire with long-term couples, 100%. increasing it in whatever way that feels natural to you. Yeah. Well, when I was um, in my long relationship and when I was Googling like what I can do to spice it up, yes, I would recommend not doing that. Once again, Google fucking lets you down because yeah. all of them were like, put on a wig um, and go and sit at the bar. And I was like, oh, knowing me, I'll just fuck it up and wear a fedora. And he'll be like, you just don't look good, babe. Like, <laughs> babe, you've got yourself I feel like you shouldn't have picked, you know, you shouldn't have chosen the little toupee and actually got like a wig. Uh, but is that it? Can we go to our confession now? Do you want to say anything more on this? No, I think I think we've covered that. Yeah. Um, we can go back to this listener individually and give her that, that VIP treatment mm-hmm, dough mm-hmm. and um, just engage with her on some, some personal tips. Yeah, but hey – the confession might um might be a little thing that you guys could do. Jodes has told me a key word before we started, so yep. I'm not caught completely off guard. Okay. But Jodes, why don't you tell it to me? Okay. So this could actually um, inspire mm. our listener question. 
um, to, you know, this could be inspiring for her. So we had another one of our beautiful, more local listeners, oh. I will say. Yes. Just oh, my gosh. I'm going to start thinking about who it is, but I won't think too hard, but no. I'm excited. It's all anonymous with us, mm-hmm. Jules. Always. You know, you know how we get down. But um, one of our local listeners has slid in the DMs and um, I'm going to break it down for you. I'm going to read verbatim her story, okay? Please. I'm reading it off the phone. My best friend and I decided we were going to have a blowout to celebrate her new job. Sounds like me and my friends. This must have been before Corona, (laughs) I think. It all started off well and good with a fun night out and some drinky poos. We've all been there, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Love to see it. Now, we're out and about having the best time. Later on in the evening, my friend then brought out a little something extra that made us more reckless than usual. All right, be careful. You might be getting escorted from venues, so you I'm be just careful. Saying, it could be something that could get you into trouble, but I'm just saying a little something was brought out. It was a celebration, so I thought, fuck it, right? Let's have a laugh. So I'm with my girlfriend having the best time. Now, my boyfriend, long-term boyfriend, mm-hmm. let me be clear, ended up joining us out at the bar after his own work drinks, mm-hmm. and we were all having a great time together as a group. Right. As the night came to a close... We all wanted to kick on, but the bars were shutting because hashtag lockout laws. Yeah. I suggested we have a nightcap back at my house, which turned into a few nightcaps. I mean, you know how it goes, mm-hmm. Jules. So we were well and truly cooked. Before I knew it, my best friend and I were hooking up in my bedroom. After being downstairs on his own for 20 minutes, my boyfriend came upstairs to check up on us. He walked in and saw my best friend and I pashing on my bed. We were so drunk, we beckoned him to come over. Before I knew it, we were on our knees in front of him and I started taking his pants off. This is not real. My boyfriend looked at me with raised eyes like, what are you doing? And I gestured my best friend to come closer as I started kissing her again while stroking my boyfriend up and down. We then decided to both take turns giving him head, which he must have enjoyed because he came in my mouth. The the end? That's the end of the story. I have so many questions. No, she's just ended it with a bunch of emojis. Okay, but whilst they're giving head jokes, do you think that one is cupping the balls in her mouth and the other one is going up and down with her mouth? I reckon, yeah, I reckon they're they're tag teaming and someone's doing the balls or the kissing and the other's doing the actual fellatio. I reckon they've got a bit of teamwork. Look, they're best friends, Jules. You know how best friends work together? Uh, I mean, my best friends are letting me down clearly. (laughs) But, oh, my God, my mouth is open, listeners. I'm not one to squeal and kick about, but Jesus Christ, what the hell? The fact that they're local as well, I'm like, damn it, I really want to know who it is more than ever. I know, that's spicy. Wow. Uh, and, and the fact that it's her best friend. I wonder if they're still best friends. Oh, I just have so many questions. I know. God. But we don't ever, you know, that that's enough. No. That's all they give us that's and that's her, enough. That's her business and we fucking love it. Oh, we appreciate the story. We love our naughty confessions. Oh, I'm going to be thinking about this all week week thank you so (laughs) much guys thanks for joining us we better wrap it up yeah please stay safe we love you all um you can always subscribe and listen to us at any time of your boring week from working from home we'll always be there we're here for you we are at good b podcast on ig subscribe wherever you get your podcasts Mm -hmm. and we'll see you next tuesday amazing Love love you guys bye